You've planned your wedding. Now let the real fun begin. Registering for all those gifts you'll love just as much as your partner, if not more. <laughs> Crate and Barrel offers the perfect curation of product to choose from so you and your fiance can pick out items that are perfect for entertaining, like stemless wine glasses, less chance of spilling, or cozying up for a movie night under our linen bedding. Start your Crate and Barrel registry now at CrateandBarrel.com slash gift registry. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. The stars have aligned, the people have come out, and we have started Colton's season of The Bachelor. I'm here with my favorite co-host, Ashley Kennedy. You don't have much of a choice there. (laughs) It's been a couple years now. (laughs) And you hear a couple laughs in the background. Please introduce yourselves. This is Garrett, you're going. Hello, I am Becca Kufrin. Can you Becca K. Yeah. Your last name has never appeared on any bachelor show. I know, no one knows my last name. Nobody knows how to say your last name. Kufrin. Kufrin. Okay. I think say Becca K. Have we gone over this on our podcast before? Yeah, well, the reason I didn't introduce him is because I have no idea how to say Garrett's last name. Okay, so I was going to say, I know we've got the Kufrin thing on, yeah. on the podcast, but we've definitely not gone over how to say Garrett's name. Garrett, say your last name again. You're going. You're going. Yeah. You're going. Like, you're going to the bathroom. Are you oh. going to take that challenging name? <clears throat> Garrett, um, well, we've talked about hyphenating. Uh-huh. Kufrin, you're going. I don't know how Please well. Please don't I'll... do that to your kids. <laughs> you know what? That's, what? that's what I talked to her mom about it, you know? And she what said, did she say? Well, she said, if you would like to hyphenate your name, but then it would be too complicated for the kids. I know, but I kind of want to keep both of us in, you know. Oh, the no, kids would have both. They'd have the hyphen. Name. Yeah. I think if she wants keep to hyphenate Kufrin, you're going, we go with you're going for the kids. Yeah. I literally mm. cannot think of a harder last name for any poor child. It's, it's okay. <laughs> It'll keep people going. on their toes. It'll keep the printing press in business, especially <laughs> With the sweatshirts with the last name yeah. on the back, it'll be we'll make it work. It'll just say KY. Um. <laughs> That's not an ad, people. That's really good. That was good. Nice job, Gary. Into this. <laughs> he's um, clever. Yeah, he's gonna be great on this. So we've brought the two of them out to to co-host Almost Famous podcast as we love to during the Bachelor season. We love to bring people in, especially uh, you know some of the fans' favorites. We saw a lot of fan favorites tonight. Before we get into the episode, what did you all think? Obviously, Ashley, you just got done hosting uh, an event here in Park City yeah, that we're all a part something. of. Um, what do you think of that for the first episode? Uh, I think it was a pretty much a, a standard first episode. I feel like maybe they try to jazz it up with, you know, the mm-hmm. extra parties and all that, which is was a fantastic idea uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think it was like a pretty formulaic premiere episode. Uh, there, I will say there wasn't that many standout exits. Like there wasn't like, oh my God, there was that girl who did that stunt or that stunt. You know, not too many stunts this year. And actually the only two stunts that really... Um, jump out at me were two girls that were eliminated and that was the sloth and the Cinderella girl. I agree. I was hoping the sloth made it another round. I'm surprised she didn't. You know, slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Good I'm going to throw a hot there. take out there. She committed to the sloth harder than Alexis committed to the shark. She was she was very dedicated to that Like role. she committed to it. I think she did herself an injustice. By being a sloth. What did you all think about having the like the kind of breakouts across the country, having you know some of Bachelor Nation favorites hosting those? I thought it was fun. I yeah. mean, it's the first one that we've ever taken part in, and it was fun to – because I've watched the show for a while now, but to get 
the full audience reaction, mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, people, we knew this was going to happen, or you could see that from a mile away. So it was kind of interesting to hear the gasps and the laughs and all that. Yeah. I have to say that the, some of the best moments of tonight's episode came from the live segments. There were the two proposals, mm-hmm. which were emotion invoking. Mm-hmm. There was Sammy, who lost her mind over you, Ben. That was a fantastic I like, I like moment. Sammy. moment. I like Sammy too. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I liked it. It was so much fun. The Garrett, what do you think? I mean, you came out here. You're you've been fairly quiet, right? This isn't the world that you love to run around in. You don't want to be famous. Well, that's been very clear. You know, you you've you've taken advantage of some cool opportunities. You, you're a great partner to Becca, but the the chasing after fame is definitely not what you're about. So you come out here tonight with, I don't know how many, 300 people in Park City. Mm-hmm. You stand the people are screaming and yelling at the both of you. What does that feel like? Uh, it was definitely overwhelming in the beginning. I wasn't quite sure what we were going to be doing tonight. <laughs> okay. I knew that we'd be celebrating with quite a few people. And they were all, uh, they were really awesome tonight. And uh, everyone was really nice. But it is overwhelming getting consumed by so many people. Yeah. When you yeah. guys walk out, it's like a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> it really like, was. It's, it's like awesome. Ashley dreamed of. Like everybody, same for I you. Lo- people are screaming at you. I love people who are excited in a crowd. Mm-hmm. It really does it for me. Yeah, my, <laughs> I brought two buddies. Uh, so I'm out here right now filming a show from BC called uh, First Look, and it's I was able to bring two buddies with me, and they've never been a part of any of this stuff. They they came out just to to kind of experience the whole First Look show with me tonight. They're like, we've never been around super fans. It's a whole new world, right? We watched the show when I was on it and when everybody else was on it together in a room. Super fans freak out. They're so fun. They are. And and that's the thing. It's like I'm not used to that much abundance of love and support. So that's been the cool part. Mm-hmm. But at one point, I think Garrett and I walked back from the crowd and he's like, were you scratching my back the entire time? And I was like, no, that wasn't me. That was somebody uh, else. Nice. That is so <laughs> crazy. Ah, okay. <laughs> it felt good, so I didn't yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, that was just Ben. Yeah. yeah. like, go next time. Um, before we dive into the episode, I think we should catch up with Beck and yeah, Garrett. Here's what's going on in your life. Um, what are you all up to? What's, what's some big updates? Just, well, moving. one of, yeah, moving, yes. that's the biggest thing so far. We uh, figured out about a month and a half ago where we're going to live, which is Carlsbad, California, <gasps> to get some sunshine for a while. We've been there. We went there over the spring for their flower festival. Ooh. You guys will experience this in the spring. They have like this big long table in the middle of the flower field. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're known Sign for Sign me it. up. I love flowers. Yeah. I'm already, I'm already, the number one thing that I'm planning when we move is planting an orange tree and an olive tree oh. so I'm not I don't really have a green thumb so I don't know why I'm so all about that but I'm excited yeah. fresh then, oranges and olive oil yeah, exactly. mm, nice. this place looks incredible Betty I'm looking maker. it up right now on my phone yeah. well, the flower festival is nice yeah. <laughs> good for you two yeah. <laughs> um, and Garrett has an exciting new career opportunity coming up with an outdoor company that he'll be oh yeah he'll be hosting so if anyone wants to hunt and fish and get in the outdoors and have some laughs he's going to be doing that throughout the year which mm-hmm. is exciting yep yeah <laughs> and just traveling like crazy honestly yeah. we're all over the place living out of a suitcase still so it'll be good to get settled there's one thing that everybody says to me about Garrett uh, because we've met briefly in Tahoe at the American Century Championship and then tonight is that you know, because I've been able to be around Denver in Denver with Blake and Colton and, and been around Jason a little bit, that you're the funniest guy they know. They say you're the <laughs> funniest person they know. Really? So, Seriously? Yeah. So I, I'm guessing a trip guided by you would be an absolute blast. So I hear that over and over again. I want him to break out some of the dad jokes right now, but I don't want to put him on the spot. 
I don't know how appropriate all of them are. I, <laughs> I don't know if they're good for this podcast. Yeah. I had a good Christmas time one, but I don't know if it's Yeah, it's not good. I know, oh. I know when you're thinking oh, it's not you good. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for later. Okay. You know, to both of you, Ashley and Becca, you both have made real relationships work out of this. Thanks, Ben. And it's like really cool. Jared's sitting outside watching football right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of love in this room. And, and it's really cool for me to see... Because I do believe in the show. I always have. And watching you know, Colton tonight as he starts his bachelor journey, it does bring back memories for me. It, for both of you, I know, you know talking to you, Ashley, this feels, it's, it's real. You're preparing for a wedding. Yeah. Um, Becca and Garrett, how did you make this thing feel real? Like you're, this is it. Like you guys are moving in together. Mm-hmm. I know. I think just ordering every, just the realization sinking in that we're moving in together and then looking at furniture and then packing and all that, it's like, Damn, we're really doing this together. Yeah. I think it's just having a plan. And mm-hmm. while you're on the show and even after the show, your life is turned upside down. And something that you can never expect or plan for because there's so many cool things that come from it. But now that we're finally figuring out where do we want to live, how do we want to fill our home, and combining that as our own, not just my place or his place, that's kind of what's pulling it all together where – and I think even lately, for the longest time, we weren't having any wedding plans, but now we're kind of talking, okay, well, what what month do we want to do it in? What year? Is it coming up quicker than we originally thought? So it's it's slowly coming together. Yeah, I like the number two, and I was just joking today. I was like, what if we did 2-20-2020? 2 March. March. No, no, February. February. <laughs> 20th? 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, that's not that far. <laughs> no, that's a good... Well, then you have to start planning like, in a month. She's like, that's in the winter. I was like, um, I was like, okay, so there I you go. I, I have so many questions for you now that you said this. Do you have like a, a fall, summer, winter idea? Like, what's your season? She likes the fall, and I think that it's important, I don't know, for the... I think she's dreamed ever since of being like a little kid to have like this wedding and all this. And with the passing of her dad, it falls also in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so she's picked out that date, which would potentially be a good one as well. Yeah. I just love the fall. I don't know. And I think we've talked about maybe doing it on a vineyard. And it's in California. It's beautiful. It's the perfect weather. So that's what I'm aiming for. So when he said February, I was like, hmm. No. Especially if it's in Minnesota, that might be too cold. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. See, you guys don't even know what state you would do it in yet. Yeah. Yeah. Jared and I are going to have a lot more people over to our place to entertain you. This week, we may have been involved with the biggest watch party of all time, but it doesn't mean they're going to stop after that. Now that we have a crate and barrel registry and we've kind of started to get gifts in already from it, it's going to be so much easier for us to entertain. We love these hip large red wine glasses to serve red wine exclusively with. They are so nice to match with our silverware and our plateware. Uh, We also got these amazing new Marin dark gray large serving bowls. And they're perfect for snacks like popcorn, chips, dip, all that good stuff. Uh, They're they're beautiful and they're timeless they're classic they're gonna go with anything that our home has decor wise for basically the rest of our life 
also jared and i as you guys may know are huge movie buffs and an award season's coming so we will be having a lot of nights on the couch with some red wine and some popcorn so we can't wait to use our crate and barrel stuff for that you can start your crate and barrel registry if you are an engaged person out there at crateandbarrel.com again if you are engaged and you're trying to figure out where to register i highly suggest crate and barrel and you can register at crateandbarrel.com Okay, so I want to clarify something for uh, people who don't follow your every single move on Instagram. How has the living situation been? You both have kept separate apartments, but you've always been together. So you just kind of bounce back and forth between the two. Yeah, so yes. I'll give you the rundown. So when after the show ended, I was in Reno. She was in Minneapolis. She went to her sister's bachelorette party. I went to my brother's bachelor party. And then after that, I went to Minneapolis, was there for a month. Okay. Then from there, she came to Reno for a month. Uh-huh. And then I went back to Minneapolis, and then we came back out to the West Coast. So we've just been bouncing back and forth from each other's uh, places. And I even bought a pop-up closet for her apartment. Mm-hmm. What's a pop-up closet? I got it on Amazon. It was legit. <laughs> it had like, these little cubbies so I could put like my pants, my boxers, my socks, and Aww. then hang my shirts, and then a couple coats. And then put my shoes on the bottom because her closet, she's like, hey, I left you some hangers. And there was three hangers. <laughs> That's <laughs> me with Jared. He's like, do you have room? I'm like, yeah, you have room. And he gets there. He's like, this is two inches. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, I'm supposed to hang one shirt and <laughs> yeah. a pair of underwear over this? From the middle of August through the end of September, I lived out of my suitcase the whole time. Oh, yeah. that yeah. sucks. Yeah, so when I came back the second time, I bought a little pop-up. We closet. made it work. Yeah. It broke, I think, love. the last yeah. week he was there. Yeah, it did. It started to tilt because the weight of the jackets and everything yeah. like that. And I pulled one and then it just tumbled down. Oh, yeah, that's like just what pulled it up is. a picture. Exactly we just pulled up a picture of the pop-up closet. It's, it's clean looking. Thank you, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could close it up so it's not just like clothes hanging in your living room. So. And if you get in a fight, it looks like a fine place to zip up and sleep in at night. <laughs> yeah, it is. Double set a sleeping bag. Yeah, I know. I throw my flashlight in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys wasted no time. I mean, this thing, as soon as the show was done, you're, you know, kind of somewhat living together. But here's the thing. You've never had a shared post postal box, right? No. Oh, no. Not ever the same. Well, I'm excited for you because our next sponsor of the podcast, having a shared postal box is one of the coolest things about it. I'm going to tell you about stamps.com. Why well, go to the post office to send letters and packages when you don't have to? Save time and money this year by using stamps.com instead. I am the worst person at buying things online and never returning them. I just pile up in my room the stuff that I bought and never had the chance to return. But now, with stamps.com, I can do it all from my home. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. Beck and Gary are going to take advantage of it. Ashley, what are you? I have to say, I did a segment on the I Don't Get It podcast this month about how confusing the post office is to me and how I feel like they should have taught some sort of class mm-hmm. in, in high school because I, I just hand them the stuff. I go, I need to send this. I don't know what to do. It's the one place. I've told you this. It's the one place I walk into that I get nervous I before dumb. I walk in. Yeah, I feel completely inadequate. Yes. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I am. If this is common, this is a millennial stamps.com yeah. is the fix. Am I Stan the only Com- person that loves post office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You really are. No, that's, that's a little weird, Becca. Stamps.com is the faster and more convenient way to get postage. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And the mail carrier picks it up. No more lugging mail to the post office. No more hassles. I use Stamps.com because it's convenient, easy, reliable, and efficient. 
It's going to solve the. Is that how you would describe the little closet that you have? What? Oh, convenient, yeah. Convenient, oh, easy, yeah. reliable. Yeah. yeah exactly. Everything good in life is convenient, easy, reliable, and efficient. <laughs> it's going to solve that pile in your room. And right now, you too can enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four week trial plus postage and a digital scale. So start the new year off right. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the type of the homepage, and type in what? Almost famous. That's stamps.com. Enter almost famous today. All right. Should we dig in? Should we talk about Colton? Let's yeah. We can. Man, I still have other questions for them. Though. All right. Let's, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a fun time listening to Barrett. Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. That's your wedding hat. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Barrett. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to hear this. Okay. Well, why did you guys decide on San Diego, Carlsbad? Do you want to take this one? Sure. Well, so... She threw up Los Angeles. I thought you just said she threw up Los Angeles. Did, she did. did. Say that. Oh. I did. <laughs> she did. I did not actually throw up Los Angeles. Yeah, okay. she barfed it out. <laughs> she vomited out Los Angeles. <laughs> no, but uh, she wanted to maybe go there, and I don't. I don't know how. That's I not for you. No. 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 So, no, but that's all of California that I really knew. Yeah, and yeah. I loved the sunshine, so I was like, "Hey, it's warm. Let's go." Uh huh. And, and then, then I love the mountains and uh, and fishing and just being outside and active and stuff like that. And so we went down to my brother's wedding uh, down in North County, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could live down here. And she's like, you could? I was like, yeah. She's like, let's do that. That's crazy because I've always thought of San Diego as like the most active city in the country. Yeah. When I think of it, I just think of like people working out, being healthy. <laughs> yeah. Like going Six paddle packs. boarding, going running, <laughs> going biking. So yeah, he got there. It's a, it's a little more chill than LA. His family's close by. And so mm-hmm. I thought it was one win because it was California, get the sunshine and family. So this is my favorite question to ask newly moved in couples. Mm-hmm. What is something that you've learned about them when you moved in just about as like home habits that drives you nuts or you find just unique? Oh, you, both of you, both from both of you. Okay. <laughs> I would say in the bathroom yeah. that I have to remind her because I like to stay super clean that I have to remind her to squeegee oh, the what? doors. Oh. And then and then she'll like leave makeup like spilled on the mm-hmm. counter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wipe that up. And she's like, oh. oh, Gary. And I'm like, don't call me Gary. Okay. <laughs> First of all, you cannot get mad at me for my makeup because he will shave or trim his beard um, and the hairs will no, be I sprinkled uh, no you do not mister that's my he does not it's all over it's i went there and i haven't been home in a month and he still has little remnants of his hairs <laughs> i get mad at myself for that though. i do yeah. that's a hard yeah. thing i'm on you with, with you gary that's uh, impossible i to clean I, up yeah it's like i get a little bit each day i'm like oh there's a couple more hairs you know get mm-hmm. a little wet towel and just yeah right off well. the sink um, one more thing, and I've said this since day one, but his family loves paper towels and leaving paper towels all around. I've made it a habit now that I'll go, even when I'm just with him or with his mom or his brother, that I'll go and super zoom all of the paper towels that they yeah. leave around the house <laughs> because we go through so many. I'm like, why do you leave this behind? Just throw it away or use a normal towel. <laughs> But they just, I don't know what it is with their paper products. I, I like to reuse it. So that's why I don't like, I leave it there because I'm going to use it again. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she but tosses then and then I have to get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> More one. waste, you know? Yeah, I always exactly. have a paper towel in my pocket. Yeah. Every day. Right in yeah, bed. in the morning yeah. I wash, I, I shower up, I go out and I wash my hands or brush my teeth and I clean up with a paper towel and then I'll use that same paper towel in my pocket. <laughs> How does it not pull apart? Yeah, it's why would it? I, we buy high quality paper towel. And then your butt Why don't I just buy you guys handkerchiefs yeah. for Christmas? No, no. 
I don't paper towel. Why use a paper use towel it? on your mouth instead of a regular towel? Because if it's then like I can use it all day. Paste. <laughs> okay. It's like a like oh, I'm okay. planning. You put it in your pocket. Like okay. blow my nose, wipe up something off the counter. And then you reuse that. Well, blow my nose, I'll be done with it for the day. But if I have to wipe something off the counter, then it's still, in my opinion, clean. I'll stick it right back in my pocket. Yeah. And you know what's fun about like relationships? You know, in the beginning when you're like afraid to tell couples something. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten to that point now where it's like we just fire it up right away. Yeah. Like she oh, yeah. took her shoes off one day, and I was like, "Do not sit on my bed with those feet." <laughs> yeah. I was like, it smells like someone just dumped vinegar in. <laughs> they weren't that bad. Yeah. I'm. I've been the exact same way. I've always thought I'd be like the girl that was like kind of on her best behavior, like very ladylike until marriage. Nope. Just all out there with all the grossness. Living with someone changes it. Like today, I will say I learned what EW meant. (laughs) What does that mean? He's going to hate me for saying this. Oh, man. (laughs) He's red. There's no going back now. It stands for endless wipe when you go to the bathroom. Oh, like one that you have to like flush the toilet a couple times for? Yeah. Oh, my God. You get through a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Like what is going on? There's a fix for that. He just taught it to me today, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fix for that. Ashley knows my fix. We've talked about it often. Oh, actually, we've only alluded to it once the on bidet. this podcast. I'm, yeah, I'm a bidet or a shower. Oh, I love the bidet. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm never if if that happens, like yeah. starts to happen for me, and I <laughs> yeah. see it coming. Yeah, there, it's it's just an audible right away and say it's time to shower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's apparently a what is it like a portable bidet that you can put on. Garrett's like, let's get this for our apartment. I'm like, that's a little extreme. But... No, you can't even see it. It hides under the lid. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Have you used it personally? Yeah, I had it before. It was my grandma's. And I <laughs> is there anything, uh, before we dive into the first episode of Colton Season The Bachelor, is there anything for each one of you in here that you're still hiding from each other? And if so, can you break the ice now oh, and gosh. tell your significant other? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Do you have one, Ashley, to start us? Get them warmed up. <clears throat> if, if I'm Jared. Yeah. Because as soon as we walk out of this room, Jared is sitting 30 feet from us. You'll have to tell him whatever you're about to tell me. Oh, man. It's tough. Yeah, because I'm, I'm too freakishly honest. Like sometimes lately, lately, like this is this week, mm-hmm. he's been really congested. Yeah. So he's been eating a lot with his mouth open oh, and yeah. I'll just stare at him. I'll be like, mm-hmm. and he's like, what? Like you're chomping, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you like see it in his mouth. That's all. That's mm-hmm. really that's it. I know. I wish I could be more entertaining, but it, I don't have one right now. There's a couple things. I don't. I don't do this. I have. I have so many weird, gross, disgusting habits. Uh, I gross myself out often. There, there is one that my buddy just told his wife, and he hid it from her for years. Oh, really? He, when he's in a car, he drives a lot for for work or whatever. And if he doesn't have a Kleenex, he picks his nose and, and to get rid of it, he wipes it underneath the, the driver's oh, seat, no, which I don't think is uncommon mm-hmm. because I know other people that do do that. So that's one of those things I'm kind of thinking of is like, that seems to be something that would gross me out. I just ask, please yeah. don't do that. Take your just, nose yeah. and rub it in my car. Yeah. Underneath though, you underneath. like kind of like reach under. He just, he just told her about this. Can you imagine Did he if say because then, the then it dries, gets crusty and he Yeah. And then off. you can clean it off. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of like you, Ashley, where we're pretty honest just because we're together 24-7 that there's really n- nothing I can get past this guy. But yeah. um, sometimes – and he actually did realize this once when we were in Reno because my allergies were terrible. Oh. Terrible. My sinuses were so bad and my nose was just running that I – like I like to do this on my own too, but I'll stick balls of toilet paper up my nose. I do that just, when like, I'm really wa- congested walk too. Walk around. Yeah, you when, know, I, when I have it, a cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it catches it all. Yeah. And so like I don't want to keep ru- – like. 
blowing and rubbing my nose because it hurts, so I just stick it up there. He finally saw it once. and That's your body telling you you got to get rid of it. <laughs> I'm with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, even if it's in your sleeve. Yeah. Just exactly. get rid of it. Oh, yeah. I'll oh. say that this month, Jared and I have started saying, like, I got to go poop. Oh. Instead of saying, like, I got to go to the bathroom. It's just like, uh, sorry, don't go in there. Bombed it. Really? That's like a recent development. You guys, this is love. Why don't we... Okay, do you guys remember on the show, they would use code like 10 one yeah. to yeah, go, 10, yeah. number one, yeah. 10 two to go. Poop. Yeah. And so I'm like, why don't we just say that? Oh, Instead of being it. like, hey, I don't know. We were trying to be secretive for a while, but we could have just said I that. I never was trying to be secretive. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. I just, I, you know, I know that it's a normal bodily function yeah. and I'm like, hey, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. In his he, intro package, he showed the blowout bathroom that his, him and his I remember that. Yeah. That was impressive. I do remember that. Yeah. That stood out to me. It's weird. So to kind of transition <laughs> now to The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for all of us that have been a part of the show, uh, anybody listens, uh, I, I bet this episode, I'm going to do an over-under. I bet this episode gets 550,000 listens. What do you think? Easton? He's shaking his head. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say just on that dot. I think so too. I think it's going to be really close. But for anybody out there listening, <laughs> please write in to Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, any of your weird habits that you haven't told your partner, you want to tell your partner. But a little behind the scenes on The Bachelor, as Becca was alluding to, you obviously have to use a restroom. There's 200 people on the crew. When you're the lead of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you have a whole team of people around you most of the time. Actually, for me, they knew that my like weakness was I have to get alone. I, I don't do well around large crowds forever. I can do it for a while, but I... So what did they do? They stuck a person with me at all times. When I went to the bathroom, when I slept, there was somebody not with more like farther than 10 yards from me. So that brings up a good point, right? You have men and women that are become friends and family at this point. I would say there's about 10 people around the bachelor, bachelor at all times. You have to use the restroom. They all are going to know. And then they're not just going to know. No, no, they're going to send the signal out. Hey, Ben's got a 10 two for the next 25 minutes. Pause everything. So you do, you go to the bathroom, you walk out to 200 people with cameras just going like, how was it? I know. Yeah. So it was good. But I will say, sometimes when you need that alone time, I used to say I need a 10 too, just so I could go and take like a chill Breather. break. Yeah. Ooh, that's so a I could good have idea. like my time. Mm-hmm. So that sometimes. That has been gone for 35 minutes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really just meditating in the bathroom. When I first met her, she took really long showers. But then I realized that she's that not. That was the, the trick. <laughs> that is the trick. See? The, the beginning of a relationship, it's always. All right, I'm going to hold this in until it's appropriate to take a shower. Or I can't, like, take a shower twice. Or, you know, I don't know. It's so awkward. Yeah, it's so awkward. The shower is always about this the best forever. excuse. Oh, Love's such the weird thing. Yeah. I know. I feel like, though, you get so used to it. Like, you guys get it because you're around people all the time. That now it's just, like, my norm. So I'll talk about it with my friends. Or, like, even today in front of all the strangers, I was like, sorry, I got to go to the bathroom. Everyone's like... Okay, and I was like, "Here, can you hide me in the men's bathroom?" Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we got her. Yeah. He was my bodyguard outside, so he wouldn't let any boys come in. I would say the show got me a lot more comfortable being around anybody else. Again, if you're listening right now, make sure you email us with all your weird habits, all your gross, disgusting things that make us human at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Ashley. Yeah. One thing that doesn't make you disgusting. One thing that actually I feel like really enhances <laughs> you as a person. Is the fashion and the clothes you wear. Oh, thank you. I actually have a very interesting stat for you guys. Did you know that the on average, we throw out 80 pounds of clothes a year? That's 
actually insane. Buying secondhand stuff extends the life of that item by 2.2 years and it reduces the eco impact by 73%. This year, I'm giving myself my wallet and my closet a fresh start by giving secondhand clothes a new life with thread up. Speaking of re-wearing things, I'll just let you guys know the dress that I wore tonight, I wore it during Paradise too. I am all about re-wearing things these days. I knew I recognized that dress. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thread Up is the way to do this. Thread Up is the world's largest consignment and thrift store where you can shop for high quality pieces for up to 90% off estimated retail. They have over 35,000 brands that range from Gap to Gucci. I just bought an anthropology dress for $6, you guys, and a Lululemon tank for $10. Those things go for like $100 in the store. Plus, if you go to threadup.com slash almost famous today, you'll get an extra 30% off your first order. And they have so many cute things and thousands of other items for your everyday to going out on a fancy date to a gala whatever you gotta go to you should go check out thread up before you go to the mall because you gotta look good and you gotta feel good and you can do that with thread up so go to threadup.com slash almost famous for an extra 30 percent off your first order that is t-h-r-e-d-u-p.com slash almost famous that there's no a in there just just for you guys to know no a it's t-h-r-e-d-u-p.com slash almost famous for an extra 30 percent off today terms apply <laughs> I had to pause for a second. The dog was standing there beside Jared for like two minutes. Before you noticed? Before you noticed. Jared was watching TV. That dog then started sniffing him. And look at him now. That's the cutest thing. So anyways, now, if, if this makes it, um, Jared is sitting out there. We have a big window to where he's at. There's this random like kind of like German Shepherd looking dog that was standing right beside him and Jared didn't see him. And then the dog like sniffed Jared's hand and Jared doesn't know we're watching him, but he's just loving on this dog and playing with this dog. Talking to it him. Is, and Ashley... Is like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's getting hot in here because Ashley is heated up. Jared, with our new baby dog, like I look at him as know. if he's with a, a, our baby girl. So it was very adorable. I think, did I tell you this? Mm-hmm. That once we got this girl dog and he's never had a girl dog before, he all of a sudden goes, I kind of want a baby girl now. Like all oh. of a sudden he wants to have a girl first. Dang it, Jared. Jared just is cute. All right. Hey, we've got to dig in. We've got to get gossipy. We've got to get oh. juicy. We've got to talk about The Bachelor. That's why we're here. That's why you're listening. Becca and Gary, it's been great to catch up with the both of you. Congratulations on the next steps. You're here to talk about The Bachelor now, though, okay? Um, Colton season just started. I think, Ashley, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to let you lead this segment because you understand The Bachelor a lot better you than I You were The Bachelor. That is not true <laughs> at all. That's actually a good point. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning, okay? I think Colton walking into this storyline has been... And most of the country is going to say it tonight. Way overplayed uh, on, oh, on the Virgin thing. My I thought they gosh. would pull back a lot for the episode. I, I really did. I thought they would say, I thought the show would be like, we get it. The, the storyline's out there. It, they just pushed it forward. Mm-hmm. So there's two things I want to talk about. One, is it too much? Is it intriguing to you at all? Is it interesting? Second, is there a t- such thing as Virgin shaming? So I think let's start with has it been overplayed? Is it appropriate? And is it intriguing? Okay, well, I guess I'll start. I 
I just think it's so overboard, especially at this point when we've seen so many virgins on the show. There was Sadie Murray, who was on our show. There is me and Becca. There's um, Kristen. And now there's Colton. And it's like, okay, well, if you have like five from the past decade, why is that so fascinating? Why do we have to continue to harp on it? It's obviously not that rare of a thing. And maybe more. I want to add, there could be more virgins who just didn't feel like it was appropriate to talk about it on national TV. You were comfortable in it. I'm glad you were. You stood up. We've had many girls call in and say, thank you, Ashley. Yeah. But yeah, you can name five. I, I bet there's more. I'm sure there is, especially who like left early and they never really divulged into their personal stuff. I think, and I told this to Colton when he first told me that he was a virgin in the Bahamas. And then even after that, we talked at Mentel All and we're friend zone, so we've talked about it. And when he told me that, he felt he was in a safe place. We were at the point in the relationship where he wanted me to know. And to me, it wasn't a big deal. And to me, that's just a part of who someone is. It's their decision, but it doesn't make up their entire person. And so it's like, yeah, of course he divulged that, but there's so much more to Colton than just being the virgin. And so I kind of hope, and this would be my wish that like, so for my season, they played up the first night was of course, not only the breakup with Ari, but the whole let's do the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Like I had to say that so many times and I'm like, good gracious i never want to say this again mm-hmm. but for the show aspect you kind of have to play it up it's like a one and done type thing and so maybe fingers crossed that could be the case for this or you know he can have a conversation with a girl or two that he gets in a stronger relationship with but i don't think it needs to be like the entire storyline i think and i've read things like people think that it's not going to be colton's journey to find love it's going to be colton's that's virginity story and that's think. not what it needs to be about do you wish he wouldn't have told you? No, no. I'm glad that he told me. And and like I said, we've had conversations since then. And so I just feel humbled that he felt comfortable to tell me that. And so if he felt comfortable in not only expressing it to me, but knowing it was going to be played out on national television, then that's his prerogative. And, um, you know, again, he knew it was for a TV show, so it would be played up a bit. But I don't think it needs to be as extreme as it is. And There's one thing that's really upsetting me. Mm-hmm. And then I want to move into virgin shaming and I'll hear from everybody. I don't like this and I could be completely off. I, I, I feel things sometimes that it doesn't make sense. I don't love that there's women on the show saying I'm going to take his virginity or when I'm going to when he loses his virginity to me I'm going to mm-hmm. oil him up to try to get him hot and bothered and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I feel really disgusted by that for some reason i feel like that's we're we're crossing a boundary and a line now where this is something colton's held on to and i think as we get through the season here we're going to learn a lot more of why he's a virgin right mm-hmm. it's not because he can't have sex with a woman I'm, I'm sure he's had his opportunities um and i'm sure he desires it but it's been a personal choice by him right i hate that there's verbiage and people out there on the show and also that they're playing it with his women going i'm going to take his virginity Think about what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. What you're saying is absolutely disgusting um, and not okay with me. And I, I can't quite put into words why it's so upsetting, but I know when I watched the episode night, there was something about it that just made me feel 
dirty. Well, and mm-hmm. I think it's the fact that for people to say that, it's like that's very one-sided. If a if a man were to say that about a woman, mm. he would be ridiculed. Oh my and god, it, could and, you imagine oh how that would go yeah. over? And so no, he wouldn't live it down. And so I don't think it's right for just because it's a girl or a female to say that that it makes it okay. I think it's like, hey people, it takes two to tango. You both have to have a mutual decision in this. And so if Colton chose to do that with somebody, then hopefully you both have talked about that. And that's for the both of you. But for somebody to be like, I'm going to take that or I'm going to take this or I'm going to steal his virginity. It's like, that's not your place. Yeah. You just met the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. feel it out a little bit. You know, that's just a See selfish person you. that's there for probably the wrong, the wrong thing, I think, for him, too. And I don't know. Yeah. And it's it like, is disgusting, like you were saying, that you just go on there and then you just throw it around like, yeah. I don't know. That's something that he's lived by for a while, you know, and yeah. to just go on there yeah. and say, it's hey, I'm going to do him. this. I'm going to take it. I'm going to be the one that does it. I'm going to yeah. pull him up. I'm going to get him in there. I can't wait to get him in the fantasy suites because that's what I'm going to do. I don't think that's right. Oh, I will say, like, I've made comments in the past where I've been like, oh, I'd kiss him or like I would do this or something. But to say, like, I'm going to take this or like I'm going to steal that, that something that's <clears throat> that important to someone, it's a, has a different connotation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think... I think, like you said, the first episode, the first episode, in my opinion, is, is absolutely terrible. Ashley knows this. I hate the first episode. I'd prefer to Of every season. Of every season. Yeah. Not just this season. Of every season. I just think it's weird and awkward. <laughs> but I hope that this stops. Like, Except this is just feels dirty. Ben, I'm concerned it's not. So I would think, okay, we dealt with it on Becca's season. We touched on it a little bit in Paradise. And now, of course, we're going to make the first episode about it, and then we should be done with it. But based on the preview that we saw, I'm scared that it's far from done, and mm. it's not just going to be a fantasy suite thing. It's going to be it's I'm going to it's going to carry on throughout the entire season. I actually, I was doing a press thing, and I I think this must be out there in episode two. They go around in a circle, and I don't know it's a circle, but the group date is girls sharing their first time stories mm. with Megan Malawi like it's a joke. Mm. And it's just like, why do we keep playing this theme? Here's where it gets personal to me, though. So I was asked if I was a virgin during Caitlyn's season. Yeah. Nobody remembers this. I yeah, told her I was I unlovable in her response, which there was more wording, but one of her responses was like, and I know she didn't love this part, was, are you a virgin? I responded in an honest way. I said, no, I'm not. I don't know how that has to do with me I'm feeling unlovable but whatever <laughs> that works here's my issue and this is where the show gets personal the show's funny it's weird it's awkward you guys met and can, like that's awesome for all of you in this room there's love that can exist from the show and it identifies a large piece, piece of my life with or without a relationship but there are kids watching there are teenagers watching the show yeah. the show knows that right ABC knows that and there's kids out there watching and seeing that it's this thing that like Colton's a little bit kind of being made fun of. The women are kind of saying, I can't wait to take his virginity. All the press is about, is he a virgin or not? Where it feels like to me, being a virgin, yes, it might be maybe not the norm or the majority, but it feels like something that is so strange and weird that if I was yeah. a virgin, I'd be questioning myself. And, I, and I'm a 30-year-old man. Okay. I'd be questioning myself. That's where, for me, this whole thing needs to stop because there's kids, men and women both watching going, wait, he's the bachelor, he's cool, and he's a virgin, and people are making fun of him for it. Mm-hmm. So I have so much to say about that because I think that that's the way the show has portrayed it, being like, this is weird. It's so weird, we're going to talk about it all the time. And we all, I've been pretty open about, I'm not one to usually say, like, there's editing involved, you know, blah, blah, blah. But 
that scene of yours during last season, I imagine had, Ugh, which I was so, <laughs> it wasn't pure. Can we just say that scene wasn't yeah. pure? And I got so fired up over that because in, in that moment, I felt like they were virgin shaming him. I will say that even though it's brought up a zillion billion times, what I do think the audience takes away from it usually is, oh, wow, this person is really attractive and they're really cool and they're really open and honest about their virginity and that makes me feel okay about it. Mm-hmm. That's the response that I've gotten. Lots of girls and moms coming up to me and thanking me for being so open about it. But I do think that the show, for some reason, doesn't want to portray it the way that it... Like, my, I'm losing my train of. This one feels. You know different. what I mean. This, it, this it feels is different. starting to feel different. Well, I just feel like every time the show brings it up, they make it seem like it's a weird thing. But then I hope that the people sitting at home think of it as a good thing, and they look beyond the way. You can't underestimate how much the show influences people's thoughts. Yeah, you can't. So that's where this gets weird for me. There is a th- such thing as vir- virgin shaming. I'm not going to claim that the show is doing it yet. I think we're getting close. But Becca, did you want to say anything about that? scene i will just say i received a ton of backlash for how it was aired and throughout every single day throughout the entire season there are so many times where i'll take a break to go to the bathroom or the guy that i'm on a date with will go to the bathroom or we want to eat something or you have to break for interviews so there's a lot of weaving that happens so that particular instance i think came across poorly Mm -hmm. which i've said before and Again, like at the end of the day, I didn't judge Colton mm-hmm. whatsoever for being a virgin. I respected him, I think, more for telling me that. And mm-hmm. we had conversations off camera more about it where he gave a little bit more insight. And so at the end of the day, like it's our relationship and and no one else. If he were to be the one at the end of it, it would be no one else in that relationship with us. And mm-hmm. so if we're OK moving forward and we both accept each other for who we are, then that's really all that matters. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, the way it played out, I didn't love. Um, but Colt and I had many conversations about it. And he's like, look, I know how it went down. You know how it went down. I respected your side of how you handle things. And so that's mm-hmm. really all that we can mm-hmm. take from that, I mm-hmm. think. It's it's no one else in that relationship at that point. Yeah. Garrett, how was it standing beside your woman as this whole, like, all this went down? Yeah. Kind of, I mean, she obviously is still a piece of this season because Colton was on her season of The Bachelor. How was it standing beside her? Tonight or just in, just in general? Just in general. I mean, seeing like when people lash out at her and stuff like that was always tough because there's no way to defend that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know how to defend that. So just being supportive and same thing with her to me is just being supportive of one another. But um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely something that I've never experienced before. And I think that that's something that we have in common in this room is that we've gone through relationships that a lot of people haven't gone through before where everything is just looked through through like a magnifying glass and everything that you do is just like, I don't know, people pick it apart. Anything that you do is picked apart. So that was definitely something new for me to have to like figure that out and juggle that and be by her side through everything and just knowing like whatever she posted was going to get picked apart, whatever she wore is going to get picked apart, what she said, how she handled herself on the show, the dates, how she like let people go. So it was something that I had to like grow in a relationship and do something completely different. It was really weird for me to be honest. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. a weird deal for anybody. Ashton, I've said it uh, 
you know, as we've done the podcast, I don't know how many seasons this has been. I mean, this has been going on since <coughs> forever. Um, the Almost Famous Podcast. The true mark of a good lead is not how charismatic they are or likable they are, right? That's that can all be, that's hard to display sometimes on television. It's a, the response to difficult situations. How do they respond when things get heated, tough, confusing, when you know, you're in love with a bunch of people and you're trying to figure out who's the right one at the end? And I thought, Becca, you did really well with this one particularly because this is still a storyline that exists today and you handled it really well. Yeah, that scene is different and, and you know, obviously didn't play out like it, it really was in real life, but... With all that to say, that's not the defining moment for your season, right? You ended mm-hmm. up with this good-looking guy over here, and you guys sure are now <laughs> um, To move on a little bit, I want to use this segment to be critical of Colton. Oh. We, we're all big fans of Colton. Oh, yeah. We think he did a great job tonight, mm-hmm. but we have to be a little critical. So find something. I'm going to start. I, I, th- I think Colton handled himself really well. I think Colton is going to struggle through the season with what we're talking about and how he responds to difficult situations. That's going to be mm-hmm. really intriguing to me because it's, it's, he hasn't done it great in the past, but I like Colton. He uses the word awesome too much tonight. <laughs> Every single per- girl that walked by, that was awesome. That dress is awesome. She was awesome. Super awesome. Aww. So many awesomes. Mine. So we all have it, right? You, you see that when yeah. you, when you do is I licked my lips okay. all the time when I would get nervous. And so you'd like do this up close to my face. I'm just like <laughs> licking my lips. I think I thought it was sexy. It was just super awkward. Um, so we all have those little things. That's my thing for Colton. He needs to stop saying awesome. He said awesome all the time. Okay. Ashley. Okay. Well, um, I think we've seen with bachelors in the past. They, they usually say you've interrupted enough. Let this girl have her time. He allowed that girl mm. to interrupt four times which i think you know i mean we all know there will be the interrupter on night one but he never said it's enough he never put his foot down <laughs> no. he just let it happen yeah good point i think that's a good question okay i'm not gonna lie i didn't that's actually the thing i said way too much in my season was i'm not gonna lie but i didn't <laughs> see all that much of the episode tonight because we okay. were with you guys at the party and yeah. there's a lot going on yeah. with all of the the fans um so the parts that i did catch i couldn't really also hear because i'm kind of deaf okay well maybe what do you but think he will struggle at i think the thing that and i've talked to him about this before is i mean everyone loves social media it's very prevalent and it's easy to get wrapped up in the comments and what people say and how they react to certain things and i think and this is what i learned too is sometimes it's okay to stay silent mm-hmm. and to not respond and to not get so invested and respond to everything that you want and so I think it'll be a learning experience for him. And I think he has done a better job too. And he's expressed that to me before, but just taking a step back sometimes and realizing that the majority of people hope, hopefully hope for his happiness, want the best for him, want him to find love and really find a person that he's compatible with. Um, but there's going to be the haters and there's going to be the negative negativity. Um, and to just step away from that and not worry and fix it on that as much. It's a good lesson for anybody in this. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You get 82,000 likes and 10 negative comments mm-hmm. and you respond to negative comments. I yeah. do see that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. What's it's a little side thing. You guys are all more up to this on uh, I don't This is what I thought about today. And we'll jump back into the bachelor. 
What's up with all these people now responding on all the questions on Instagram? That seems exhausting to me. I see like Nick does it, you know, really well. <laughs> I read his stuff because he's wise and he's good and he yeah. responds great, but it looks exhausting. You have like oh, 30 God. questions that you're answering all the day. Mm-hmm. Like what do you, how? Well, my one well, my favorite podcasts and comedians Crystalia goes, "You must be really obsessed with yourself. You must have the biggest ego in the world if you're like ask me questions about myself." It feels but <laughs> it's a I thing have to now. say like I'll do it. I try to make it more like about beauty stuff or like wedding stuff. So it's not like ask me about me, but right. it, it is kind of fun. It is, <laughs> it's fun. It is. Garrett and I did our first one. We had a, we were driving from Northern California down to, I think LA or Oceanside. And it's a long drive and we were bored. Garrett had been driving yeah. for hours and I was like, Hey guys, let us know what karaoke song you want us to sing. Yeah. And so we got a lot of responses with that. So we kind of made it fun yeah, and terrible play. singing involved. So that's the first time. I didn't even know how to find the responses at first. I was like, how the hell do I do this? But okay, and to I couldn't that figure that out either. Saying, yeah, it's weird. Is I think that people are clever in a sense that what you just said, you're like, why do people get 10 negative comments and they take their time to respond to those? People are clever. I think that sometimes they'll write something so negative to you to get a response out of you and be like, oh my God, Ben just wrote me back. When really they don't even have that much hate for you, but they just write something to get a response Mm -hmm. out of you. Because they see that's what arouses your interest. Exactly. This whole social social media thing exhausts me. Not because I don't think it's cool. I wish I was better. But as you're talking here, yeah. you you all have fun with it. I, I read Nick's every time because he's wise yeah. and he's smart and he's witty and all these people are doing it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think if this is the new expectation for people coming off the show, like if Colton's now expected to respond to a thousand questions a day on his Instagram, oh, that's no. where I check out. It's I'm done. That's, that's definitely done. one of those things you do when you're bored and you want to have like play a game. I think of it yeah. more as like a game because you know that I love the question game here. I'll ask random questions. I could go up to somebody on the street and truly be interested in what their favorite movie is or what their favorite food is. I don't know. It's just like a human curiosity. I love just questions and just random. Yeah, it's game. Oh my gosh. You and my mom would get along yeah. so well. She is the question queen. Uh, I could just like go up to someone and be like, do you like Taco Bell or Del Taco? Do you like Wendy's or McDonald's? Like, I don't know. It like truly yeah. fascinates me. That's why Ashley is the best co-host. <laughs> why don't you guys play Would You Rather on this? We do. Right now, there's just so much to talk about. It's, it's I yeah. mean, literally on the Bachelor season. This, this episode is going to be a four hours long. Um, <laughs> all right. You have a 5.30 a.m. wake-up call. Oh, so. I know. So 5.30 a.m. wake-up call. This is what I'm doing for all those almost famous listeners and myself. By the way, once again, being in Park City, I get more people coming up to me when I'm out here saying we listen to the podcast. It's still the weirdest thing ever. So thank you all the Park City listeners. Thanks for all the people coming out tonight and let us know that you still love this podcast. Hey. Let's jump into the girls here. Uh, we just gave uh, Colton a little criticism. Let's just do a blanket statement and say we all think he's going to do great. Uh, it's night great. one. We don't really have an opinion on what he's going to do well or not. Night one's just weird. It's just responding to a bunch of people getting out of a limo. We'll continue to update you on what Colton's going to do great as the season continues. Let's talk about the girls. One of my favorite parts about night one is getting to see all the new jobs. We have content creators. We have <laughs> you know, fitness <laughs> experts. We have... Uh, I actually just have a lot of content creators, <laughs> um, which is a new career path in 2019. If you're also looking for a job or if you're actively trying to find a new hire and if you're on The Bachelor, Garrett, <laughs> have you heard of ZipRecruiter? I have. I've used it. Kicking off 2019 by planning out which roles your business needs to hire for, figuring out who you need to hire to take your business to the next level in 2019. I truly believe this. Garrett, 
would take your business to the next level. So hit them up. <laughs> All right. You know what else is smart? Starting the new year off strong by going to ziprecruiter.com backslash Ben to hire the right people. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates for you. It's powerful matching technology, scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills, education, and experience, and actively invites them to apply to your job. So get qualified candidates fast, like Garrett. Also, let's pause here. Ashley. Yeah. If you had a resume out there, which you're I a very... have a resume. Well, I'm, say, <laughs> I'm saying you're a very busy person. Okay. You're stacked full right now. You're probably not on the job search as much as some are. Yeah. But your resume is going to say something that a lot of people don't know about you, but something that's always very impressive, I want to say. Your resume says what? A master's? A master's in broadcast and digital journalism from Syracuse University. That's a wow. brain over there. That's just not a pretty face. That's a brain. Thanks, guys. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a 1,000 reviews. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for, listen to this, free. Ooh. By going to ZipRecruiter.com backslash Ben. That's Ben. B-E-N. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's my shout out there? Okay, ZipRecruiter. <laughs> if you love this show, show if you love this show, show your support to ZipRecruiter.com by going to ZipRecruiter.com backslash Ben. That's ZipRecruiter.com backslash Ben. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. It's because they know that you need to hire people for generous. I do. We're, we need to hire people for generous. We need to hire people for the Almost Famous podcast. We just got to start hiring, right, Easton? <laughs> Garrett's for hire. Yeah. Garrett's I'm telling hire. you, he's the, the hottest candidate in 2019. This guy, <laughs> this guy's got a brain, a face, and a great fiance to support him by his side. Um, let's move into the girls. She says I don't have the hair, though. <laughs> you got great hair. But you bring the comedic relief. <laughs> She's like, your hair is super puffy. And I was like, there's nothing I can do about it. It was like very high tonight before he left. Question. I, do you get offended if she tries to fix your hair? No. Oh, Jared can't stand it. No, I just, I, this is the only thing that gets me, though, is if she gets her fingers in there. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't know what it looks like. I just as long as I know it. what it looks like, I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. looks good, man. You have a, I, I like that length, though. But Ben's yeah. I like Ben's hair long, yeah. yeah. Um, I lost a lot of hair after the show. <laughs> did you? Uh, I grew it back. Did you get any grays in there? Oh, yeah, 100% I did. I'm not I kidding. I, I literally, I was looking at a picture. Ashley, this is wild. From like one of our first <laughs> photo shootings. And I look, I've like lost my hair and it grew back because of the stress. I was losing hair fast. You really think you grew it all back or most of it oh, back? Most of it back. Oh, definitely. If you look at compared like yeah. side by side pictures, I remember this with Caitlin during her season of The Bachelorette, she got off and I saw her and, and she had like literally would come, like her hair was so thin was because like, of stress. Did you yeah. lose Clumping hair? Out. I didn't lose hair. Did um, you lose weight, gain I, weight? Uh, well, I gained, I, I gained weight too. Oh I, I think right, like those true. last couple weeks, I was eating. Okay, we were in Thailand in the Maldives, so I was eating pita bread and rice and noodles nonstop. Mm. But I think because of the stress those last couple weeks, I lost weight. But then I came back to the states and gained it all back right away. Yeah, you plump up because then I was happy and in love. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, fat and oh, happy. That's happy, what we all and like. happy and in love. Yeah. 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 It, it is stressful. It is, it's a stressful yeah. experience. These women that got eliminated are about to enter into this whole beast of a world. Mm-hmm. We have women whose moms are in federal prison. That is that was, weird to you? That was a shocking phone call in oh, her yeah, package. Yeah, I agree. I saw that one. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So that, that it's just a weird. Is it weird? Shocking. Yeah, yeah shocking. The next time 
that I might get to see my mom might be with Colton when she gets out of prison. Yeah. That's tough. I wonder how long she's been in jail. Do we do we know that? I don't it think was we, for uh, what was it for? It was for embezzlement. Yeah. yeah, tax fraud or something like that. It, you know, you never know with how long those last. But it is crazy to think of how that storyline now gets brought into nine million people's televisions. That's today. what I was gonna say. What do you guys think? Like going out in the beginning and getting it out there and the letting people know, or is that something that once it gets there, then you let people know? I have this weird, not weird, I have this theory that you try to protect the people that didn't sign up for the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As best you can. You're obviously not going to do perfect. I called out my college girlfriend that I loved, and it destroyed her for a little bit. She's good with it now. We're good friends. But at the time, she's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You called me a monster on The Bachelor. Like, Oh, my God. You did? I did. No, oh, no. I called her a monster. <laughs> it broke my heart. Don't do that. Okay, okay. But this girl obviously got permission from her mom, and her mom was probably like, yeah, use me. It'll help you get on the show. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah I bet she's you. Wild angle. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. If not, she's going <laughs> to <Hey, it works. laughs> yeah. get a prison with a couple things. Okay, so with them, <laughs> we have a couple misses uh, on this season. We have Miss Carolina, and then yeah. uh, another one is was Miss... Alabama. Alabama or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah some right? southern state. Yeah. I think so. There's there's obviously, they hinted at, at like some drama between them. Well, I would say it's light drama because Kaylin was the runner-up. So obviously in some form of life, she's already beat Hannah at something. And I think this is just a theory of mine that this insecurity is going to follow Hannah throughout this experience, especially after she sees that Kaylin got a kiss on night one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, it's gonna rise up. I have theory. I'm making them up. I'm really making up for the sake of drama. <laughs> this is my theory. Ashley, it's wild how many times you're right. No, oh, thanks. You're pretty good at this. Um, but there's a lot of misses. Miss Carolina, Miss Alabama. They're, they're, they're in competition with each other. There was that glare on night one. You saw it. Mm-hmm. Why wear your sash? Oh, I asked Becca that. Why? How did I, I respond? What did I say back? No, the sash said. I think you said, just said, "Yeah, they have their sashes." I don't think <laughs> it said, no, the sash said Miss Colton Underwood, and I oh, go. It did. He went from Miss um, Miss South Miss Alabama yeah. to Miss Colton Underwood. I was oh. like, "Excuse me, that would be Mrs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's bold, point. though. I didn't bold. know it was that. Dang. Yeah. yeah, that's aggressive. That so makes me turn around. Sashes? There's a couple sashes tonight. Or did it turn around? It turned around. It turned around. Yeah. The little flip, switch, and pull. Yeah. Yeah. Clever, though. That little thing, the sash. Um, (laughs) Maybe the most intriguing of the night is the sloth. Oh, yeah. She got sent home, obviously, but we talked about her. She bought in. I will say, I am a sucker for a costume. I think every season, and people might hate me for saying this, every season needs a costume. Well, apparently so. And um, when I was on Ari season, I don't think any of the girls wore a costume. I mean, Annalise Annalise came in with the bandit mask, but that was, you know, it wasn't a full costume. Like, I was hoping for the Alexis shark slash dolphin costume. We didn't get that. But then I had David in the chicken, which I I just appreciate it. It tastes uh, most, and it keeps you warm because at night it usually gets cold there. So cold. Someone's Can we be. bring up something that is so often forgotten? JoJo showed up on your season wearing a unicorn mask. Mask. That is true. It's a unicorn mask. Could that you I, JoJo? Yeah. She covered her beautiful Why, face. Yeah, why'd she cover her face? <laughs> but she only wore it out of the limo, right? Not <laughs> yeah. all night. Not all night. It was don't they it was like usually, a plastic thing. Do yeah. they usually make you wear it all night? Uh, I think it's, I mean, I think it's up to you. The sloth just felt like she just bought in, which is 
if you I mean for so many reasons that's weird. It's your first date. Maybe I will ABC say though. Here's one. the thing though. On my first one-on-one date with Colton when we were in where were we? Oh, Las Vegas. We were riding camels. There was a sloth on the premise and uh he Colton held the sloth and played with the sloth and loved the sloth. And so he talked about that. So maybe mm. the producers had some insight to help out a little bit. Oh, to, I think, to, to yeah, because he mentioned, he goes, it's my second favorite animal behind dogs. Yeah. Maybe the next Bachelor or Bachelorette, nobody should know, and it should be a costume. So when you get out of the hall, oh, you're Garrett, like, that's fantastic. who is it? You can't yeah. see it all, all night. Sudden, Garrett. Like, Week three. That's a right. fan what? plot twist. Like, oh, my God. I was hoping it was you and other girls would be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it is. This is one of the guys from the previous season. We're going to mask him and then um, mask his voice, too. It's yes. like, what's the TV that's show? Genius. The Proposal yeah. mixed with The Bachelor. Yeah. Well, it's weird because The Proposal was made by the same people that make yeah. The Bachelor. So... We guys, are onto something. We, we are. Guys, stop talking about this. Almost famous. Should, should we produce this yeah. too? <laughs> we're walking. This is gonna be a late night for us. We're we're creating a television show. We can pick out the costumes for everyone. You're not gonna need a wake up call. You're just gonna go right. I'm to gonna work. go right to work tomorrow. That's gonna show up in the sloth costume and just sleep it <laughs> off. Um, let's. Uh, so we talked about the sloth. We talked about the the misses. We talked about federal prison. We talked about the virgin talk. Is there anything else from night one that really stood out to you? I'm gonna start. Guess who my favorite was? Oh. Ashley, this is going to be so easy for you. Cinderella? Oh, Brie. Brie. I'm a Brie fan. Well, yeah. Wait. That's his look. That's really? Me. That's his type. I, I'm a Brie fan. I'm a Brie fan. Yeah, she had an Australian accent tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. know how far she'll go. I'm always wrong on this stuff. I remember last... I think it was... Uh, I think it was last year. Your favorite, uh, the one that you would choose got eliminated. Yeah, Ari season. Like, my four top... My top four on this podcast... All got eliminated night one. Do you so, think if you liked so, an accent like Breeze that you would make her keep talking in that accent? She should have stayed with that for three or four weeks yeah, uh, and she, then just dropped it to see. Yeah, and then see if they really liked each mm-hmm. other. Uh, okay, so I was a fan of Bree. Hannah was great. Um, who else stood out to y'all? I liked Kaylin. I think she's stunning. And I felt like their connection was the most warm um natural and then that that kiss to me felt more like it was a kiss that was supposed to happen night one the other two felt a little bit more forced to me mm. <laughs> we didn't get to watch it that much i didn't see that so much I, I saw the cinderella entrance which i'm surprised that that hasn't happened earlier in any of the seasons I bet you could find something like it. I know who you all like. I was astonished how that hadn't happened so, yet. You, you don't think it's ever happened before? Maybe like before we ever watched. Really? I'm surprised. And she left the shoe behind. I thought, I mean, I thought and that was good thing. and clever, oh. but simple. You know, I mean, maybe not the carriage. Away, she gets but, kicked out. Yeah. She's she gone. Oh. I like the she had to make it home by midnight. The, uh, <laughs> where he opened the box and he's like, what's in here? No. Yeah. Uh, the butterflies one was good, but the other one where she's like, I got you. Oh, your favorite good. underwear. I got you your favorite underwear, and there's nothing in the box. That's good. Oh, that's true. That was that was yeah. witty. That he was nice. I like that. Yeah. I like that one. It wasn't too dirty, and it was it was, it was was good. I also felt like he was more of himself. You kind of saw this. He, I thought he did a good job on night one of not being like too uptight. He kind of relaxed. Mm-hmm. But you really saw him relax uh, with... Uh, the blonde when he started like touching his face. Oh yeah, oh, the Case. sign language. Case. Yeah, Kate, Cassie. Cassie. Yeah, Cassie Rudolph. I think is her name. Yeah. I really thought that moment made me like her a lot because I can see something there. It so. was really cute. You definitely felt the chemistry in that moment. 
what I thought was really distasteful was that girl who brought the balloon as a cherry and said, I popped your cherry. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, I think that was an apple, which I'm obsessed with the fact that he said that. <laughs> I think he did, because we talked to him a couple of weeks ago and he was telling us about some of the entrances and he's like, dude, that one completely went over my head. I did not get it at first until she's like, oh, popped it. Yeah. <laughs> what happens? There's so yeah. much happening. There's so yeah. much going on and that, and you want to be present, but you're super nervous. It's just like you have to... And and keep in mind, four other people are watching you in the limo as you're interacting with these people. So there's just a lot happening. So like, if I was in Golden's place, that would have gone over my head too. There's a lot that I missed night night one. Trust me, I'm, I, I faked it until I made it. Um, <laughs> we don't know. We know who Colton slept with. We don't know where he sleeps. Wait, what? We know that who he slept with? Yeah, nobody. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of going over your head. <laughs> we don't know where he sleeps, no. but if we had a choice or uh, the ability to recommend something to him, I would tell Colton to sleep on what Ashley's about to tell you. Yeah, sleep number, your favorite bed, whoop, my whoop. favorite you bed. You guys like oh, sleep apparently numbers? You guys sleep love sleep numbers. We're all yeah. sleep numbers. I'm number 25. Oh. 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 I'm a 75. Wow, you like You it. look at hard. You have oh. the couples <laughs> edition? She, hers is so flat that I looked over one time. No, I so just soft. Saw her, yeah, so soft. soft yeah. That I looked over and I saw just her nose. That's no. wild. Because she was so sunk in the bed. Do you yeah. like it firm? You know, I go between like, <laughs> yeah. Ashley, that's a very forward question. Yeah, that's, that's her fiance, Ashley. Yeah, go well, relax. I was getting text messages over Christmas being like, I took your advice, got a sleep number, and it's changed my life. The new sleep number 360 smart bed helps everyone from parents to pro athletes like Colton to improve their daily performance through proven quality sleep so many couples disagree on mattress firmness apparently like these two sleep number 360 smart beds allow you to choose your ideal mattress firmness on each side so you both have the right fit for you the sleep number 360 smart beds are so smart they actually sense your every move and automatically adjust to you keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the night sleep number has been ranked the highest in customer satisfaction when it comes to mattresses by JD Power. Come in in January for their savings event and save up to $500 on Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL, and it, it is the greatest part of the NFL season right now. You will only find Sleep Number at one of their 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com slash Ben to find the one nearest you. I don't know what's happening, Ashley. <laughs> I did not have anything to say with that. Is that Ben with one E or two? <laughs> it's one. Um, all right, everybody. We got to get Garrett and Becca to bed. I know Ashley's man is sitting outside the room uh, petting a dog, waiting for her to get done. Uh, to finish up Colton's night one. We would be amiss to not talk about the preview for the season. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how we should call us out. Uh, you know, there's a couple things that sit out to, to us, uh, Ashley and I, as we watch the first episode. All the girls are wearing sequins right now. It must be a thing. Yes or no, Ashley? Is it a thing? Sequins are great for standing out. Like, Taylor Swift always wears them on stage. I just, Taylor Swift might be doing something. Do you wear a sequins? I apparently wore way too many sequins on my season. Um, I love glitter. My dad used to hate me for it when I was little, but Aww. I love it. So, but again, yeah, it's in, 
in the right settings, mm-hmm. which I don't think I always did. No, the bachelorette is always the right setting yeah. for sequins. So for those two months, it was great. I, I haven't worn it since. But was on the show. I didn't know what it was. You didn't know what sequins were? Mm-hmm. I always Aww, thought it was just a clear dress. You're not going to get along really. <laughs> <laughs> Colton's the one that told me what it was, actually. No. <laughs> there you go, Colton. Um, all right. So the preview for the season. What do you all think? This is. I mean, we saw some man tears. I mean, mm-hmm. those tears that we saw tonight are not, they're not tears of a boy. No. They're tears of a man. Mm. Are you all excited about what's to come? Yeah. I am. I want to know why he jumped over that fence. That's what I'm dying to know. And I hope it's over something good because if it's like over mm. something little, I'm going to be like, come on, you built that up. Yeah. He yeah. he ran down the driveway for like a mile and mm. then over the fence. But it's like. was like, this is crazy. That's yeah. the best pull up I've ever seen. I can't even do that. Like yeah. props for yeah. that. The show has always been good at teasing us, like yeah. pumping up something and not. I have a feeling that what we saw when he jumped over the fence and Chris Harrison freaking out and Colton running down the road is going to live up to everything that I we hope so it does. Too. I don't think it's just like something that happened. I think it's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully. Yeah. Because, I mean, I will say on my season, they built up the whole ambulance scene. And, and and I, I don't want to make light of the situation, but it was a fallout of a bed. Nothing mm. more. It was like when you open the freezer and your chicken falls out and hits the ground. <laughs> Good old David. He comes on the podcast all the time for comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> we just love that guy. But yeah, I just, I, I want to know what that's all about. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good season. Ashley, do you? I do. I really do. I'm excited because, you know, they keep telling us the most, this one they really mean is the most dramatic yet. Yeah. I'm excited for Colton. What do we actually think the most dramatic season has been? So far, Jason has to be. He did a switch. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't watch that season. That's the first one I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so much. It's it, your story doesn't like that to was the sit down and do time. it on is just brutal. Mm-hmm. Like, what a just savage move on his part. It's like, I'm gonna wait and do this on live TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wild, dun dun dun, brutal. Um. So we think it's gonna be a great season. I yeah, I, I can't it's, elaborate anymore. All we saw was a lot of like tanning oil and picking up uh, women yeah. and showers and crying and fences. So we don't really have much to gather from that. And again, night one is our least favorite, but we've started, and this is where the almost famous podcast shines. Is now from here on out, night one's just weird. It's the same. We got to meet the characters. We got to meet the people pursuing Colton's heart. We got to see how Colton responds. He's going to get better. They're going to get more intriguing. The stories are going to start taking place. Kisses are going to start happening. It gets better from here on out. Night one's not the best. Becca and Garrett, thank you so much for coming on. But before you go, we have an email from one of our listeners that I've got to ask you all for some advice on. Ooh. <laughs> um, make sure you listen next week to the Almost Famous Podcast as we dive in once again to Colton's season. But like we love to do, we love to read stuff from you. My boyfriend, this says, of six months, and I are very happy, and I've been on cloud nine. I found something on his phone that worried me. Oh, no. We used his phone to take pictures on New Year's Eve. The next day, I grabbed his phone and told him I was going to send myself the pictures while doing so. With his full knowledge, I might add, not snooping, I saw a naked picture he had taken in the mirror that morning, immediately taken back. I kind of kept it to myself, not wanting to embarrass him, but my mind kept racing. Why did he take that? Did he send it to someone? So eventually I just asked, and his response was that basically he was trying to get back his self-confidence after a holiday season of eating and drinking like crap. 
He's also a personal trainer and said he's been considering training for physique uh, competitions this new year, so he wanted a picture as a starting point. Don't know why below the waist would have been included in this, but whatever, she says. I don't have any reason not to believe him, but I don't want to be naive. He's such a great boyfriend, and I have completely trusted him up until now. Am I just being paranoid, or would you be worried to help, she says. I'm going to throw this to you all. If it was, obviously, the, the below the belt is the alarming part. He saves himself a little bit by being a trainer. But I still don't know why he has to have his ding dong in there. Coming from somebody who has turned a blind eye one too many times in a past relationship, I would say keep keep your eyes and ears open. Um, don't, don't necessarily turn a blind eye. Um, again, I don't know him, so I don't know the situation, but it is weird that it's full body when it doesn't need to be yeah, but yeah, private parts don't put on weight in the holidays <laughs> <laughs> you can cover I, that up with some boxes um, he's trying to get his self-confidence back maybe he's uh, yeah. quite well endowed man if it did though think about how cool that would be <laughs> I'd be fat I'd be fat I would make Garrett so much pasta <laughs> um, carb load the hell out of stuff <laughs> oh man if, if, if this was one of my best friends, I would say don't be stupid mm-hmm. and listen to your gut. What do you think, Garrett? Uh, I think what Becca said is don't be stupid. Listen to your gut. Um, but, I mean, if this is the first thing and the relationship's been good ever since the beginning, I mean, just trust his word now, but definitely keep that in the back of your head and stay aware. That's good. Yeah, this, you know, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. So say, I'm going to go down that path. Yeah. And this is where I think it separates is now it falls on him. Mm-hmm. He's got to see that this is weird, right? No matter what his intent, we, we all know, we talked about it a little bit ago. Relationships right. are weird. We're all weird people. We do weird things. Your partner is going to fall in love with you and deal with your weirdness. Like if Garrett loves taking pictures of himself in front of the mirror because it boosts his self-confidence, if you love Garrett, even though you might be like, this is the weirdest thing ever, you're going to be like, Garrett, just stop being weird. But like, that's fine. He just better send them to me. Hey, right after that piece of pie. Um, but that, this, this is where my point here, it, it now falls on him. He needs to respond to you in a loving way and say, I get that this is weird. I get that this is awkward. I'm telling you the truth and let me just prove it to you. Mm-hmm. You have you have full access to anything I might. I have nothing to hide from here on out for a while. You know, not forever. You don't need to check my but just know that you can trust me and I want to prove that to you by my response because yeah, you just saw a picture of me butt naked in the mirror that I didn't send to you. Mm-hmm. Like this is weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So ask him. Communicate. I think it's healthy for a relationship maybe just to communicate on that level anyways. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, before we go, we have to tell our sponsors some great things. First off, I want to say thanks to Stamps.com. Stamps.com has a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale with our code Almost Famous. And I want to say a huge thanks to Crate and Barrel. If you guys want to start your Crate and Barrel registry, you go to CrateandBarrel.com. Jared and I have got some really cool things so far. We actually just got a Christmas-themed cookie jar, which was like one of the top things on our <laughs> registry. So highly recommend Crate and Barrel. ThreadUp, go to threadup.com backslash almost famous for an extra 30% off your first order. Next, Garrett's favorite, ZipRecruiter. Go to ZipRecruiter.com backslash Ben to get your special offer today. And finally, Becca's favorite, 
Sleep Number. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Visit sleepnumber.com backslash Ben. Find the one nearest to you. I mean... This is a great episode. I, I, terrific. One of those episodes where I leave feeling like, we did a job. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> we did Crushed it. it. Yeah. Um, Becca did and thing. Garrett, <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks really, for thanks for coming thank out. Guys. It's great to yeah. see you all in Park City. Thanks to The Bachelor. I thought this was a blast. What a good idea tonight to have all the fans watching the show together. Ashley and Jared, you did fantastic. Thank I, you. I mean, I mean that. It was really cool to see. They crushed it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't even talk about it, but before we go, thanks to Chris Harrison for hosting the show. Uh, what a cool tribute. Shout out to awesome. the amazing package. It was that so was great. so cute. Maybe I have all I, the feels. I filmed it all on Instagram, and I'm like, I'm like that weird annoying mom that films everything and awesome yeah he did it was such a cool and and what a cool guy he is we all love him here um colton season just getting started and we're just getting started for this new season of almost famous we do this thing here you've done it but before we go i'll start us just follow our lead (laughs) everybody out there listening welcome to a new episode and a new season of almost famous i've been ben i've been ashley i've been becca i've been garrett we'll talk to you soon Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.